Okay. Um, this is the Everything Matters podcast, a show that exists to provide a biblical worldview from a traditionally Reformed perspective on all things related to the local church. I finally have that memorized. Um, with us, we have myself, Blake LaGrange, and then we have some newcomers here. We have... You're introducing <laughs> not, me not after new- saying newcomers? No, no. We, well, we have Drew. We, we, have, we got you. Yeah, I'm here. Who's always here. And then we have... Uh, Patrick Adams. Patrick Adams. And then we have my wife. Megan LaGrange. Um, my wife is with child. Oh, that's <laughs> um, so not important. Very smooth. <laughs> um, is that how you normally introduce her? It's like, hi, this is my with child wife. This is Bay with Bay. Bay with Bay. <laughs> Bay with smaller Bay. I regret coming on here. <laughs> but we have, so like, for those who don't know, Patrick, why the heck are you here? Uh, because I got a text uh, a few hours ago. Um, but uh, no, my name is Patrick Adams. I lead worship here uh, at the church um, at uh, Tri City Bible Church, and yep. um, you know, hang hang with these guys and chat a lot. So yep, yeah, it's fun to be here talking with Mike's. And John had a big big dinner he had to go to, um, yep. evidently. And then Megan's here because you were in the house all day, right? I, you were yeah, working. Yeah, because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> you were working all day from yep. home. Um, I don't know why that makes me now here. Well, I think you just wanted to get out of the house. That's Everything true. matters, including how we got to exactly where we are right now. <laughs> right. But it's good to have everybody here. Um, it's good, great to have Drew here because he's always here. It's good It's good to have my wife here. It's good, it's good to have Patrick Good to have here. Drew here by default. No, we've all known each other for a very long time. Yeah. And uh, it's good. And so today uh, is going to be a very interesting episode, in my opinion, because we're going to be talking about Christian colleges and um, so I didn't go to college. Um, yeah, which I think uniquely qualifies you <laughs> to lead the discussion on <laughs> colleges on, and why you should go to them. On an informed podcast on, on colleges. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, so I didn't go. Patrick, you went to the Master's College. Yes. Right, Drew? I went to San Diego State. Secular. Go Aztecs. <laughs> secular college? As secular as it gets. Right. And Megan went to a secular private school. Which is also a secular Christian school. private school. <laughs> I went to a Christian private school, Westmont College, and that then, was a joke, by the way. <laughs> but for graduate school, I, I did. You I went did to San secular. Diego. I went to San Diego State. San Diego State. Wow. So I'm also an. I don't care about sports. Never mind. Right. Majority. <laughs> so Megan has her master's. I don't have any Christian education. You have your finance degree, Drew. Yes, um, and a then, bachelor's degree. And then you have a yeah, degree. Do you have your bachelor's? It, working on it. <laughs> You, you, you did like 3.99 years of... I plan on finishing someday. But you went to a Christian school. Well, yeah. So I went to a Christian school. I actually, I started out at a community college. Um, I was homeschooled. And during my time in high school, I also did some classes at a community college and just started taking classes and taking classes and right. then realized, oh, yeah, I almost had my associate. So I have that one for sure. Um, <laughs> nice. And then uh, I, uh, I stopped about a semester shy of getting my bachelor's in biblical counseling gotcha um as me and my wife got married and so still right. working on that guy but and then your and then your wife also went to masters that's how you guys met yes she also my, has her masters my wife is very educated and knows a lot of stuff uh so she she studied at masters then she went to wheaton right um so that was cool ah. we got kind of a two very different schools right from just a, a theological sure. perspective and philosophical perspective yeah so that was cool i Could think be between fair. all of us 
I think we're, it's safe to say we're well-versed in like speaking to this then uh, when it comes to Christian colleges. We have a lot of different viewpoints. Totally, yeah. And I think the objective, if there is any, which, which there sometimes or mostly never is, is to somehow provide some sort of helpful worldview-shaping thoughts on this, <laughs> I guess. So should, um, should, I mean, let's tackle the Christian college thing. Should we go to Christian college? Like, did Drew make a mistake for not going to Master's College? Certainly. Oh, <laughs> this is tough. I don't know. Do, do you regret going to a secular school? No. Quote, unquote. Not really. I just kind of went to college just to get a degree. Right. I, w- I wasn't thinking a lot about spiritual development at, and how that would be shaped. I kind of was just like, ah, I should do it. I'm here. I'm going to get this done as quickly as possible. Right. Did you live at home or on campus? I lived on campus for two years, and then I moved home for the second two years. Gotcha. Patrick and Megan, you guys went to Christian colleges. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you want, it's a whole thing. Um, I mean, really, don't, don't like, get too in it, but right. just, <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the shorthand is, um, I, you know, I, I lived in the San Diego area for a long time. And in particular, I saw a lot of worship pastors being worship pastors because they played guitar and no other qualifications. And so I, I really had a desire to be educated, you know, and to go to a Christian college that was actually accredited and solid. And so um, just, it was really by the grace of God that I ended up at Masters because I didn't really seek out a lot of Christian colleges. It just, everything fell into place and it was my only choice and it just worked out. Right. And why'd you go to a Christian college? Uh, Because I went to a Christian school K through 12th (laughs) grade and I thought that if I went to some massive university that I would have... You'd lose your faith. (laughs) <laughs> no, I just thought that I would. I don't think I would have um, survived socially. I think that that would have been really overwhelming to me. And mm. so I liked the the small college thing back when I was eighteen, and I didn't know better. And they happened to offer me the most scholarship money. Would you regret? Do you regret going to a Christian university? No. So it is helpful. Um, not necessarily <laughs> Christianity wise. It was not the most helpful. Yeah, so out of all, all Christian colleges that exist, like how many are actually Christian? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> well, we, we used to make, make fun of Westmont for, you know, we'd have to evangelize to them. Yeah, exactly. You know? We um, used to make fun of Masters for being super. <laughs> we're actually surprised they even knew who we were because we were such a small small school. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, you go to Masters, and it, it's such a, you know, in a lot of ways, a very solid school. Um, and then, you know, I, I hear stories from other friends who went to even more conservative mm-hmm. colleges and like, like so conservative, like men and women could not walk on the same sides of the sidewalk. Kind mm-hmm. of Goodness. That's and what we thought yeah. masters was. What school, yeah, it's, um, what school is this? Uh, yeah. Bob. Uh, you don't Bob, need to say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That narrows it down. <laughs> but, but no, they, they really enjoyed their time there though. Right. And it was very beneficial for them. And I think with any college, whether it's Christian or not, you you got to take the good with the bad and don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, like right. there's going to be downsides to going to a Christian college in that, you know, I mean, I guess we could talk about some of the ba- downsides with just like this. Um, What's the downside? What's well, the downside going to Christian It's college? very, very easy to become legalistic 
and just to become puffed up and prideful. I mean, that's kind of the first step in going to college is, you know, you get to college and you think you know everything. Right. Um, because especially because you went to a Christian college. Right. And, and it has like all of these big names attached to it. And so it's very easy to become prideful and to forget the actual gospel, mm. the actual thing that brought you there. Right. Um, at least that was my experience. Megan? Um, well, where I went, at least in the religious studies classes that I took, it seemed like they wanted to present the full spectrum of theology. And let you kind of decide. And kind of, yeah, let us decide where we wanted to fall within that right. spectrum. That was not master's approach. No, and so <laughs> right. I think that that could be really damaging for a student who doesn't really know what they believe going into school or, you know, they're there because their parents wanted them in a good environment. Right. Um so for me, I left college more confused than mm. when I entered it. A Christian college. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Did you leave more confused, Patrick? No, no, definitely not. It was pretty, not. pretty clear on what they was doing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, by the grace of God, I was very much surrounded by a lot of people who saw those downsides, right. and there was a lot of ironing, iron sharpening iron. Mm. Um, you know, we, uh, I, I actually started as a music major, and realized that it made me hate music. And so <laughs> I switched over to be a Bible major right. and study yeah. biblical counseling. And you just, you surround yourself with people who are just studying the word and reading books and particularly right. counseling because sure. you kind of have to counsel each other as part of your homework. Right. Um, and, and there was a lot of people to kind of point out when you were becoming like that. Right. You know, I, so like, I didn't go, like, I think I said that I didn't go to college, <laughs> but one thing that did cross my mind when I was thinking about those things back in the day was like, okay, I could go to a Christian college to continue, as Megan said, sort of my my Christian walk, <laughs> you know, um, and because I'm not really ready to be thrown out in the world yet, so you know, for lack of better terms, or I could be challenged academically in a secular school. And the understanding I got was that if you're going to go to Christian college, like your education your academic education of excellence is will go down like on the notch quite a bit as opposed to like a secular school where the education goes up so like can a can a neuroscientist go to a christian school and like have you know good <laughs> academic accolades you know or like is there some sort of balance between like yeah i can go to a christian college and the pros are that i'll be surrounded by believers and all that stuff but the cons will be that my education will actually suffer is is that the state of our like yeah or will you walk into a job interview and you'll be sitting next to a kid who went to UCLA yeah and you went to uh you know masters or biola and or, and, the, and the person kind of looks at you and says what's your biblical take, take a walk going to yeah. do here at the doctor's <laughs> office yeah. or 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 even something a parody like you you got a business degree at Westmont you got a business degree at Cal State Channel Islands <laughs> I mean that's I use those examples. They're close to each other geographically, but is that a thing? Or <laughs> well, yeah, it is. Anyway, like you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm piggybacking off of your question. Yeah. Does does someone does the world look at that and think, okay, this person's probably less smart? Well, is that true? Do, do Christian colleges not hold academic excellence as much as secular schools do? I would I would say in in some ways, like yes and no. <laughs> I mean, because the first priority. For, for a good Christian school is going to be the spiritual aspect, right? right? And, and do we have strong Bible classes? And then everything else is probably going to be secondary in a mm -hmm. lot of ways. Sure. I mean, when you get to 
those classes that are, you know, the general educations like that, you know, nursing, like that kind of stuff. Um, typically they didn't study at a Christian school, you know, right. but now they're teaching at a Christian school. Right. Um, and I think just like with any, with any normal, like secular college, this college has a really strong business program. This College right. is really strong, this or that. And they're known for yeah, it. Yeah, I'd imagine yeah. Christian schools are the same way. You know, I mean, mm. Masters had a pretty strong business department, but they had other departments that, you know, weren't quite as strong. Sure, yeah. Like, did Christians go to Westmont? Or the, I know they had a, like a good kinesiology program. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> well, know? I know that we had a 25% drop off rate between the first and second semester of freshmen. Because kids just couldn't hang. Not drop academically. off in their faith. Okay, so no, drop off in there. Drop off, <laughs> <laughs> drop out because they failed. Okay. Um, Westmont is pretty rigorous academically, um, which is probably why um, spiritually it it is. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why can't it be both? You know what I it's mean. Hard, I think it's hard to. I mean, it really is hard to be excellent in all things. Of course. Yeah. Right. And so you're gonna pick, you know, at least. With Westmont, every single professor had their doctorate. So they're going to pick Dr. So-and-so, who's really intelligent, has published a bunch of papers over, you know, this assistant professor who may right. have been a pastor, you know. Sure. Yeah. Well, and to, to answer your question that I don't know if anybody quite answered it exactly a few seconds ago, which was, like, has an employer cared, you know? Right. And, and so far for me, it, that hasn't been the case but, you know, these days people really look more at yeah. experience. Than I would say an employer doesn't care if you go to college or not yeah. sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and the fact that I don't even, my bachelor's isn't even completed, it's like I almost I debate whether or not I should, <clears throat> it should even go on my resume. So uh, I, I don't think it really hinders you. Well, here, here's a maybe like a total sidebar question, but I think a lot of students now, like exiting high school, going into college, are, are thinking about the college thing. And as we mm -hmm. know in America, their college system is go hand in hand with the federal student loan system. Is it okay for a gospel centered Bible believing Christian to go into $150,000 worth <laughs> I of think debt? We should ask the financial services wow. guy. Yeah, but you, you, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah. you're getting a good Christian educator. Or no, great, are you, are you asking if that's good stewardship? <clears throat> Is it? Yeah. Should, should, like, should they do that? I <laughs> I think there are very few things in life worth that much money. <laughs> I mean, and especially to an 18-year-old kid, it depends. I mean, it depends. A lot of a lot of people get the opportunity to to go to college and their parents can pay for it for them. Right. And their parents are happy to do it because because they they got to go to college when they were young and, and their parents helped them. Yeah, yeah, and if that's if if that's, you know, if that's the case, then I would say sure. Um, if I, I I have a friend who went to a private Christian university here in San Diego and wanted to go really bad, but his parents couldn't help him out, and so he kind of went rogue and did it himself. And he had to borrow pretty much all of the money himself. Mm -hmm. And really successful guy makes a lot of money, but still. I mean, that's a lot of money to mm -hmm. find yourself at 22 saying, okay, uh, what do I do now? 
except like the only thing that you know that you have to do at that age is like, okay, well at least I know I have to make these like monthly payments (laughs) and it's a tough place to be. So, and the job that I'm going to get after college is going to pay for it. It's hard. It's hard to put a price tag on saying, Hey, I, I spent all, I, I borrowed all this money, but I went to a school and got, there's this amazing fellowship and I was enriched in all these different ways. I'm sure there's stories on both sides of people who went to schools that, right push them in the right direction and people who got pushed in the other direction. Yeah. Well, consider it this way. I mean, Megan kind of alluded to it. She went to private Christian school because she went to private Christian high school and she wanted the smaller experience. And I think, you know, I guess you could speak for yourself, but you, you wanted some sort of protection hedge and you weren't really ready for socially to deal with a bigger school. But I look at all of those things, and I go, okay, is it okay for a Christian, a young man or a young woman, to take on $200,000 worth of debt? I keep raising it up. Yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever it is. $4 million in debt <laughs> whatever for it one is. semester. 30000 a year or whatever it is, right? And just for the sake of, like, protection or good Christian education or even just good education for that matter, not even speaking to <laughs> the secular education, but, like, just the good, healthy life force of Christianity around them, Shouldn't that, shouldn't that burden be on the church and not the school? Like you're saying, you you shouldn't have to pay. Yes. For yeah. you know uh, the ability to fellowship Christian with social skills. And and, and, yeah, and, right. You know, and yeah, I mean, I think that in all things, and I, this may sound like a cop out, but it, it all comes down to wisdom. You know, like is it going to be a wise choice to do this? I mean, I think. Um, you know, Drew, what you were describing with the like, oh, mom and dad are paying for this kind of stuff. I think these days that's more of the minority of people yeah. who have that opportunity, right? Yeah. Where, you know, it, I think there's just less and less of a, a financial um, like IQ, mm-hmm. you know, uh, amongst right. particularly like people in our age group, but it's growing. But I, I think, you know, I, I come from a background where no one no one went to college and certainly no one was paying for my college. And, and so, you know, with going to a junior college beforehand, you know, and it wasn't like I had this big master plan. Again, it was by the grace of God that I just happened to get most of my work done beforehand. And so that, you know, when I did go to college, it was like, okay, um, I don't have to go $120,000 sure, yeah. into debt to yeah. do this. Right. And there's ways to not do that, that you can, you can, uh, like mitigate that, that, debt right you know if possible don't right. just go and say like because they're you know they're giving out loans to anyone with a pulse these days yeah right and so because that that's how i got it well but, they're giving student loans out right to- <laughs> right student loans they are giving student loans out um and and so there's a lot of people who no one ever tells them like hey these are your monthly payments yeah right once you get out of school right you know? or but, here's what kind of money you'll make yeah, with a just, religious studies degree yeah there you go <laughs> but like even the debt aside just the f- just maybe the fact that the Christian school, the Christian college might replace what the church ought to be doing. For- forget even just like the Christian social skills, the Christian education. Yeah. I mean, do chapels replace Sunday mornings at a local church when you go off to college? Do, yeah. Does your time in the word in your class, like, is that supposed to be equivalent to your time alone in the mornings or in the evenings with the Lord? What's homework and well, what's spiritual yeah, discipline? If, if I'm yeah. doing four years of Christian homework, you know, then my walk's good. And I mean, this was a big debate that we had at Masters. I don't know if you guys had this at Westmont, Megan, but, you know, it was always that, like, 
you know, don't, don't forsake like your quiet time. Don't forsake like fellowship, you know, in the local body, you know, cause, um, there was a lot of people who would say like, Oh, like we recognize that tension that like the school is performing so much of what we, we hope as young people, the church actually provided to us, right. which was that intense intellectual, like, uh, education that where we don't just get together and talk about like, Hey, how was work? You know, we mm-hmm. talk about like these deep theological ideas and debate them and, and learn from one another that, you know, happens so easily in a classroom environment. And I, I think, and some people have that, but I think the large majority of people just don't because church is so much more of a social club right. rather than a, I come to this church to, to be fed, to feed, you know, to just enjoy the body and learn. You for, know? So for, for, I've seen that a lot for Christians who are in college age, they do their school thing and then they go to name XYZ church for the mm-hmm. social club. Right. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, the masters are big on like, they wanted you to be involved. Like, you know, at chapel, like you had to sign in if you missed any. So they required services. you to go to chapel. Westmont did that too, right? Westmont, we could miss, I think, 10 a semester, but we had three a week. Did they require you to be part of a local church? No. Yeah, we Which were. I think is interesting. interesting. But you were. Yeah, we were required. And we had to go to, uh, like, if they had, like, a night service and a morning service and a midweek service, you were required to go to all of those. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. So there was, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, and you had to sign in, like, so you did have to sign in at chapel, but what I was talking about is you also have to sign in and say how many services you missed. So if you only hit two out of the three, then you have to say, okay, I missed one. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Be honest. So. Be honest. Did you guys lie on your cards when you went, turned them in for chapel? No, I don't think I ever did. Really? Megan looks like she did. I know Megan <laughs> I, did. I, I know Megan did. I lied for other people. What? Like, Even I know yeah, we had worse. to put what it, I think what it was at the time was we had to write our student ID Number. on the chapel card and, and hand them oh. in. Oh, and so intense. you would, yeah. I don't know if I want to like talk strategy. Oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe give some of these names. Can nail, that to, <laughs> can nail that to the cross. No, right you go through two different doors, get two cards, the and then I fill it out paper? for right. a friend who was studying or whatever. But you're, so you guys were required to go to chapel, both schools. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Masters was required that you would be a part of a local church. Yeah. And, and Westmont wasn't. And, and they, uh, that's what I appreciate about them. I mean, you kind of no. hate it at the time because you're like, uh, Sunday morning, I could be working on this paper that's due tomorrow. Right. And uh, But then you still are forced to go to church and, you know, and be with the local body and, and serve, too was a big emphasis that they had. Right. And so I, I think that that was one of the unique things about it um, where it was like, okay, we're filling you up during the week, and now you go and use your gifts in the local church on the weekends. Right. I'm, gosh, I'm just thinking of how this would play out in other avenues. That is, how does the Christian college replace the local church? It seems like whether they intend to do it or not, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Because for whatever reason, I would say that that Christian, or at least the person growing up in church, are accountable to their parents or to whatever, but as soon as they're out of the house, they don't have an understanding of the importance for the local church. Yeah. But they do have the importance for the and a, a Christian institution, mm-hmm. whether it be like a WANA camp stuff or Christian school. But like, what about just like morally? Like, I know that there's 
if you go to a Christian school, like you can't can't smoke, you can't chew, can't go with girls who do, you know, <laughs> like, you can't do any of that stuff. And that's so like now you're starting to get into like the moral playground of like, oh, my school's going to kick me out. But dare I say that like the church that you're not going to will kick you out as well? You know what I mean? Like, hmm. does does the does the Christian institution outweigh what what the what the Christian church is supposed to be doing? No, I I mean I think if I understand your your question properly, and this has kind of been something that you know those of us who went to masters and felt this this tension between that particular right. thing is that we wish that the church that this was the norm for the church right. that the church was uh, that had had more of an emphasis on education mm-hmm. more of an emphasis on you know rather than just hey let's come together and, and worship mm-hmm. let's also educate mm-hmm. let's also talk about these deeper things that you typically only get in a classroom environment right. um, and I've se- I've seen few churches who who do that mm-hmm. you know um, because the people who are there too they don't see the big deal you know right. they're like oh well I'm I'm old so I don't have to continue learning you know I'll just mm-hmm. go to church and, and be filled and, right. and leave you know, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't mean to overgeneralize. Certainly, but, no, I hear you. Um, but I, I think all of our churches could do more to educate and and take our people deeper. Right. Yeah. That that's more of like, can the church replace the institution? <laughs> you know, I'm. I mean, I'm just thinking back to. I think it was 2016. Harvard officially had a majority of atheists as their. Um, People enrolled. It was like 51% of students identified as atheist. Yeah. But if you were to just trace that lineage back, Harvard was a was a Christian institution, yeah. whatever that means, right? Right. But it started as as somewhat of a seminary, a, a theological education, because for whatever reason, institutions were were Christian. <laughs> there was yeah. there was the Christian hospital, the Christian library, the Christian school, and Christianity played out through powerful things like institutions. Right. Why do you think that, like, I mean, that's true. Hmm. How do we get from there to, like, institutions or academic studies are inherently non-Christian? And that's, like, something that the world goes to. You know what I mean? You hear these parents say, oh, you don't, all these liberal colleges are going to teach you that this, this, and that. I mean, how do you get from one point to another? I guess your eschatology determines that, right? But what... Well, <laughs> You know? Drew, did you experience that, like going to a secular school? Did you feel like they were trying to push were an they agenda brainwashing you? on you? Uh, no, it's you don't. It's not as it's not as explicit as people make it seem. Um, like your teachers offering you drugs in the hallway, yeah, <laughs> and telling you to like read Nietzsche. Nietzsche. <laughs> like, it it's. I mean, it's surprisingly uh, normal. <laughs> um. The, the the differences play out in minor details. Like, for example, my freshman year, I'm signing up for classes for the first time, and I see you take all these kind of humanities electives, and I see one that's called Exploring the Bible. And I thought, oh, like, great, I'm a Christian. Like, I, I've gone to church my whole life. Like, this will be an easy A. Right. And I sign up, and I get to class, and I'm, like, ready to go. And You're going to ace this, this whole I'm like, course. dude, this is going to be great. Like, right. you know. Um, and it was the most crazy, like we read a really, we, you know, we read a lot of Apocrypha stuff and, and, and watched a lot of strange, like old national geographic videos, like, 
from like the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> found. Did they actually like? Did you read the Bible in that class? We did. Yeah, it, we. I mean, it was. It think of it as like you're in a Shakespeare class. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, it, it's like, hey, look at this. This is a great piece of literature. Like, let's yeah. read it and and talk a lot about how we just think it's literature. Which and is, mm. I think that's crazy that that that's happening. You know? Yes. Like that. I think we even saw it like with like the Noah movie that came out a while ago, right? Where it's, yeah. it almost Didn't viewed it, it more of this like uh, it portrayed it almost more of like like Greek or Roman mythology. Oh, rather yes. than, right. You know, it was almost it was just like oh, it's interesting source material. Yeah. Nothing more. Yeah, it's place places somewhat of a historical value, but yeah. But what a great strategy! You just you make the Bible harmless. Yeah. Mm. You know, it, and then yeah. it doesn't it doesn't threaten anybody in the class, and it. You know, it makes the Christians sitting in there think twice about what they believe. It's, mm, yeah. it's like a really, it's a really good strategy if you're a secular mm, yeah. institution. So there's things like that. That's just the worldview is so different. Um, socially, obviously, too, you have a lot of difference just in the, in the sense that, you know, you can, you can walk down the hall and people are partying and doing stuff that you technically couldn't do at a Christian school. And so it's like right in front of you, but right. I mean, it's well, like dancing. I, yeah. <laughs> people <laughs> out there like swing dancing, ballroom dancing, you know, <laughs> and, and, um, and, but I think the, the secular university's version of, I think what you're saying is the parachurch ministry. Oh, so yeah. just as the Christian college has the chapel and it has the spiritual formation within the school and s- some of your professors might even pray before class and all that. The secular university has the, the university, the young life, the campus crusade, all the parachurch ministries, all those. And there's a lot of them and it's, it turns into now that's, that's like our version of chapel. That's your church. You go, yeah, you go and everyone there is your age. So it's a good, it's a good place to meet people. And, because it's a secular university, I think there's a little more of like you feel you feel like you're finding people that you relate to, mm. and, there, and there's like this big bad world, and you're like, hey, like we found a place to meet and some place of security, and it becomes yeah. your only source of, of community really easily. Mm. And so I think same same problem, different form, mm. and I think almost at the secular university, you almost kind of feel like a martyr. You're like, you feel better about yourself for doing it. Oh. And you think of people at Masters or Westmont and you're like, they've got it so they get, easy. They spoon feed that <laughs> stuff to them. They've got it so easy. Yeah. And I'm we're, a- and we're like, Oh, we're like the Christians in Rome, like hiding out, you know, <laughs> <laughs> in like a classroom that wow. we're like signing up with the university to rent, you know, like <laughs> Paul's got nothing on you. So guys. it's, yeah. so both have that weird, like, how do I, how do I, I like I indirectly duck the local church. One of it, one one way is like an, a very honorable like. Oh, I'm 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 already getting fed a ton because I think about it like. You think of being you know in chapel however many times a week. It's like yeah, you're probably getting a lot of great Bible teaching, hopefully taught to you, and amazing fellowship with your friends in the dorm or whatever. And, yeah. Um, and then at the secular university, you're you're thinking oh like we're we're kind of. You're you're doing more like I guess would you'd say like cold evangelism like out on this you know engaging people and um, it's more outreach based so, so you like f- there's more opportunity 
yeah. you to... And so you kind of... I think both cases leave the student feeling like I'm I'm being totally fulfilled right. um, by community and, you know, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been to church in like, you know, two, three weeks or... And it... So right. it's funny how that conclusion gets reached. And it could be sides. the same thing in Christian colleges or, you know, it's, I mean, whatever that that thing that could replace the church is. Ends right. up replacing it. Which could be anything. I and mean, we were just talking about <clears throat> idols at the end of the day then, right? Yeah, yeah. a podcast could, could replace the church. Also, yeah. also, it's like when you're in college, you tend to think that you're like the most important person in the world. Like you're, you, you feel like you're like the next generation of like innovative business owners yeah, big and, thinkers. And, and so you, and so you tend to think that what you're doing is, is much more important than what everyone else is doing. Oh, okay. So like if you, so let's just say like you go to church on a Sunday morning and you meet some people and they're like, Hey, like come over and have dinner with us. And you're like, nah, I got to like study. Yeah. Right. You're doing the Lord's work. You're, it, it's easy as a college student to basically just kind of elevate what you're doing. And it's like, oh, I can't make it. I'm studying, or I can't make it. I have a test, and I and really I, I'm really test. busy. And yeah, right. I remember that was a big issue because I did Campus Crusade with people kind of flaking on things because it's like college students flaking. The college, the co- that's really unique too. The college, <laughs> I'm surprised. The college work excuse kind of trumps all of their excuses, which yeah. is right. so you're you're kind of already like a self entitled, like you're very. Take that to its logical conclusion. I've seen this. I mean, you and I served together in the young adults ministry. Call it the college uh-huh. ministry, whatever. Yeah. It's Same like, age. It's like, why weren't you there on Thursday? Or why weren't you there? It's like... I had a test. Big test. And it's like, oh, totally understand. <laughs> it, it's like, no, like, your <laughs> allegiance, I guess, it should be to Christ and his church. I would even say, you know, I'm biased because I didn't go to school. <laughs> right. I would say that, that your commitment to to serving and being a part of a local body trumps the commitment to like above all costs get a b minus in this class you know what i mean society puts a really big emphasis on the college education right and so when people say i can't make it because i'm studying for my my like history of of mediterranean art class (laughs) i got a big test and i got to study people are like oh okay okay yeah yeah. you got to get a good job later i I respect that i respect that (laughs) But I think if, the justification too is that this is my time to do it. You know? Yeah. This like is my this time is, to have no responsibility. I'll, I'll have time later yes. to be involved church, in the church. Church will be later. Yeah, church, church, church is still will be, gonna be around yeah. by the time I get out of school. Christ's sacrifice will always be available for me later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get through my education first. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're, we're like <laughs> ending on somewhat of a low note. But like, I, yeah, I also but, I understand as a college student though, yeah. that like, I understand those feelings. You know, yeah, that, I do too. that like, oh man, like everything's just so crazy right now. I haven't slept in three weeks and, yeah. you know, I just, I need to study, you know? And, and sometimes there are, you just need to prioritize, you know? Yes. But also a lot of times as a college student, I got myself into those problems right. by not studying early, yeah. by not doing it at a different time. And I think regardless, like... However you choose, uh, this is just maybe just going back to what we were talking about earlier, is whatever you choose to do, whether you choose to go to a Christian college, a secular college, no college, always continue to educate yourself in the Word, in theology. Be part of a church. Yeah, to find Mm -hmm. people who are going to sharpen you, to find a church that places an emphasis on understanding the Bible better. Right. I think that's great. It's a tough time of life to only have 
the influence and counsel of people your own age. Exactly. <laughs> That's so true. I learned that the hard way. So Blake, I met you during my time at college. We didn't meet in college. I met you between the summer of my sophomore and junior year. And you skipped all of this that Patrick and Drew and I are talking about. So what do you think that you gained? Do you feel like you gained or missed out on anything by not going to college and not having something like a campus crusade mm. to plug into or, um, you know, dorm fellowship, whatever, right. or, you know, chapels, things like that, where you're around people your own age. Right. Like Drew's saying, there's also the the flip side where that's positive, where you, you are around people your own age who believe what you believe. Right. Mm-hmm. At risk of sounding somewhat elevated in my own thoughts, um, it forced me to be a part of a local church. Because as soon, yeah. as soon as all my friends left, they found community in sort of, um, you know, I, yeah, community. They, they found some sort of affiliation of community based off of a life stage. Like we're all in the dorm together or we're all, It's like you forced know, community. It's forced community, right. Yeah. We're all in the dorm together. We're all psych majors. We're all this. And I'm like, I can either hang out with like the burnouts that didn't want to do anything or like, <laughs> or like independent trade school people who want to go do some sort of entrepreneur thing or I can just double down on my local church and I got a combination of those three things <laughs> but eventually just really got um it forced it forced me into a community of, of the body of Christ now I look at this and go like okay was my path better than this no I look at it as you have four options you can graduate high school and go to a Christian college great you can graduate high school and go to secular college. Great. You can graduate high school and do not go to college. You can graduate high school and do some sort of trade program. Like those are sort of your four tracks of educational op- options. Educational options. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't ask like which one's better. I ask in those four scenarios, how can you be connected to the local church? Yeah. And if you're going to a Christian college, you are you are at risk for replacing the church with your Christian college and studies. Forget the church. You're you're at risk for replacing your walk with Christ yeah. with your yeah. Christian study. If you go to a secular college, you're at risk for you know believing crazy stuff. You know that they may sure, they yeah. may feed you. It tests your faith, but there, there's some good upsides for that. And so now you're at risk for joining a campus crusade and not having <laughs> elders to submit under, right? Yeah. And then you have your your no college folks, which is what I was, and that forced me to be a part of a local church, but. The thing about the education, like those options with the schools is you're eventually going to graduate and you're going to leave. Yeah. And the the community that was like your life is no longer logically going to accept you. Right. Because you're no longer part of the group. And it's like graduating 12th grade. Yeah. Where it's, it's like, hey, it's time for you to like not go to youth group anymore. It's like you're not part of that anymore. You're a big boy where, now. Where with the local church, you you don't like hit a point where it's like, okay, you know, like thanks, thanks for coming. Yeah, right. Thanks for all you did. Yeah. Have a great life. Yeah. And it's really hard to go from all I'm doing is hanging out with people my own age, fellowshipping with people my own age at a church. Even 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 when I was in college, I spent a lot of time going to a church that was very young person friendly yeah. because that's where all the college kids went. And then you're suddenly graduated. You're you're no longer in school. You're trying to get a job, and the it's it's 
it's like taking a hot pan and putting it under cold water. Yeah. It, the change is so drastic. And I think for a lot of people, they just get turned off by the local church after that because it's not fun. It doesn't deliver what they thought. Well, it you've should. been a consumer for four years. Yeah, exactly. And now you're now you're here to serve and worship. You're making it really hard yeah. on yourself. Is what sure. I'm saying. Yeah. I think if anything, we can take encouragement. If if I had any exhortation or encouragement or anything from this, it's whatever path you're going on. The local church is 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 what you need to be praying about and, and finding. If you're going to go to Santa Barbara mm-hmm. because it's the best school that you want to go to, um, hey, be researching churches in the area. Start ask your pastor. Is there a good yeah. church out in Santa Barbara? Or there whatever? are churches in all these areas. It's like, dude, go to Stanford, go to Harvard. Like there are churches all over the country, all over the world. Like that are there to edify you right. and to help you. Right. Just as every church exists everywhere is to is to I mean I'll I'll plug the Tri City thing but to present mature believers in Christ yeah. and so mm-hmm. those people are like that resource is there. Yeah. Uh, reg- you know you might have to do more digging. You might have to ask a buddy for a ride. You know whatever it may be, but it's there. Right, it's there. Well, I think this is good, guys. High fives. <laughs> this is the <laughs> yeah. This is the Everything Matters podcast, a show that exists to provide a biblical worldview from a traditionally reformed perspective on all things related to the local church and Christian college. And secular college. And secular college, or no college. And trade school, and everything that you can possibly do. Trade school. Oh, trade school. You said trans. Not a trade school. Well, uh, we'll see you next week.